Hey, it's your girl, Sharon Hanks, and I want to welcome you to the Mending Brokenness Podcast. How are y'all feeling today? How are you doing? Thank you for joining me. This is Sharon Hanks, the soul coach, author, and motivational speaker. I teach a soul piece for women who are ready to own their truth. Today, we will be talking about owning where you are. Owning where you are. But before we jump into that, we're going to open up the podcast with the unpacking piece. So I want you to grab your notebook, your tablet, open your notes on your phone, your journal, whatever it is you use to take notes. Go ahead and grab that now while we open up with the unpacking piece. Asking ourselves the first question, which is, how are you? How are you doing? Check in with yourself. The second question that we ask ourselves is, what happened today? What happened this week? What happened in your life that you need to address? And the third question that we ask ourselves is, how did it make you feel? Check in with your heart. How did it make you feel? Now that we asked ourselves the three questions, I want you to go ahead and put that to the side or you can keep it open so that you can take notes as you listen to the podcast. Again, this podcast is called Owning Where You Are. You know, just being real with yourself and about your situation. When you choose not to accept your truth, you only leave room for God to work in your life. With that being said, I just want to share something with y'all before I go any further. Um, A lot of you know that have been, you know, journeying with me on this podcast that I started this podcast after a couple months after my engagement and wedding was called off. I had created this platform as a healing journey, not only for other women, but also for myself. And with that being said, I lost a lot in 2020. I had to start over, you know, just working on rebuilding my life. One of the things that I lost in 2020 was my car. So I've been going, you know, looking, 
and, you know, just getting things together so that I can purchase me another vehicle. Well, the other day, Thursday, I had, um, I woke up that morning and I was like, you know, I'm coming, I'm not coming home until I come home with a car. So I said, when I get off of work, you know, I'm going to lift to the car lot and I'm driving home, right? So I had woke up and I had talked to God and I was just letting, telling him that, you know, um, that I was tired. I was tired of, you know, being in this situation. I was tired of holding on to things that no longer serve me. I was tired of really basically just like walking in disobedience because it was things that God told me to let go of. There was things that God told me, you know, that I couldn't take with me into my new season that I was still trying to hold on to. Right. So I went to work, you know, I I caught a ride to the car lot and I walked inside And when I walked inside, you know, the man was like, you know, what you doing? I mean, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm here to get a car. He like, oh, okay. You know, um, well, all right then, you know, without even looking at nothing or, you know, going over, going test driving, nothing. I just knew I was walking away with this vehicle, right? So long story short, the man um, had approved me for a 2017 Hyundai Elantra. And when I sat in this car, he gave me the keys and I went and sat in the car. And when I sat in this car, it was just like a spirit of heaviness just fell on me. Soon as I started the car up, I couldn't test drive this car. I couldn't, I don't even think I was in this car for two minutes. And I ended up jumping out. When I jumped out the car, I went back in there. You know, I gave a man the keys and he's like, what? What's wrong? You know, you don't, what's going on? I said, that's not it. He said, how you know it ain't it? And you ain't even drive. I said, that's not it. And the reason I knew it wasn't it is because I had put money to the side and I said I was just going to buy a car. I wasn't going in there to try to get finance. I wasn't going to the car lot to um, try to be making payments. That was never in my plans. So although he had got me approved for this car, that's not what I went for. So when I sat in the car... And the, the heaviness fell on me. It let me know, hey, you know, reroute. You know, it redirected me to what I had initially went to the car lot for. And I'm saying this to say this to you. The reason that I couldn't, I wasn't trying to finance. The reason that I wasn't trying to make payments on a car is for the simple fact of I know where I'm at. I know the things that I'm trying to accomplish. I know the things that I'm trying to rebuild in my life and I can't afford to be in that situation right now. So I'm saying this to say this, just because something is offered to you and somebody presents you with something and you could, you know, possibly walk away with it. If that's not for you at that time, then you're going to have problems Later on down the line, you're going to have problems later on down the line for the simple fact of that's not what you was supposed to do. And you're not in a position to handle that. 
So don't settle for something that's going to make you feel good right now in this moment. When later on down the line, it's going to end up hurting you. Not only is it going to hurt you, it's going to hurt your credit. Then you're going to have to start the process all over again because you didn't do it the right way in the first place. So don't allow what somebody else say that you should be doing to get in the way of the things that you actually are supposed to be doing. And I get it. We all have the thoughts in our mind, you know, because I battled with a lot of it. I was like, you know, I done, I'm too far along in my life to go backwards. In my mind, it was going backwards. I wasn't looking at it as an opportunity to rebuild myself. I was looking at it like, yo, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want that car. And I even kept going back and forth with God for like weeks. Like, I don't want just no any car. I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to do this. No, I don't like that. You know, I had all these things going on in my mind that was stopping me from being from going to get a vehicle. Actually, I was without a vehicle longer than I should have been because of the things that I had kept on telling myself. So when we choose not to accept our truth, like I said, we don't leave room for God to work in our life. And it actually, when I accepted where I was at, when I owned where I was at, it left room for God to be able to move. So when you find yourself hiding the truth about who you are or your current situation, there are some questions that you need to ask yourself. You know, why do you feel like that? Why do you think you're too good to do this? Because that's what it boiled down to. I'm like, man, I am too good to be driving in that. And it ain't even a bad car. It's just where I feel like I should be at. And sometimes it's not about where we feel like we should be at. It's about where you at and just owning that truth, you know, where you are at. Because worrying about, I can't even say, I'm not even going to say worrying about what somebody else feel. Now I really understand when they say, you know, sometimes we are biggest critics, you know, we are own worst enemy. Because I'm not even the type of person that really even care about what somebody else say. I done been through too much in my life by myself, you know, where it was just me and God that I, you know, I really don't care about the opinion of other people's. So the battle that I was fighting was a battle within myself. So, you know, accepting what is a clue in the parts that you don't like is the only way that you can take back your power. And for those of you that know me or, you know, have read the first book, it was from pain to power. I choose to walk in power. I choose to live a life of happiness, joy, peace. I choose that. I choose to look at the greater good. I choose to follow God. I choose to trust the plan that he had for my life. So with that being said, you know, being yourself takes courage. So you need to get clear about who you are and the things that you want out of life. And instead of looking at the things in your life right now, stay focused on where you're going. Because when you focus on where you're going, you'll understand that where you are right now is necessary for your journey. You know, there's things there. There's tools that you need to pick up as you, you know, continue this journey of life. And understanding that, you know, you will make mistakes. You will fall sometimes. You know, you will be discouraged. You will be disappointed. Things will happen that'll make you want to sit down. That'll make you want to sit down. But you can't sit down. 
You got to continue to go. You got to continue to move forward. You got to continue to look at the things that you say, not what nobody else say, the things that you say that you want out of life. You got to focus on your plan. You got to focus on your goals and you got to continue to move. You got to continue to stay focused on the path. That's why it's good for you to journal. It's good for you to have goals and it's good for you to plan your life because when you don't plan to win, you plan to fail. And don't nobody want to fail. Don't nobody want to live a life that's um, un undesirable, you know. And it's so often that people walk around all the time, you know, smiling and acting like everything is together, everything is fine. And, and the truth of the matter is they unhappy. You know, they're being somebody that they're not. And that take work. You know, it take energy. You know, and for real, it's draining. Own your truth. Own where you are. Own the things that's taking place in your life and do it unapologetically. You know, get your life on track and continue to move forward. Continue to grow. Continue to trust God and do not give up. Don't give up on yourself and don't allow nobody else to put you in a place that God doesn't have you in. The truth of your soul is powerful. The weight of your ego is sometimes more powerful. You got to trust your power to move the ego aside and live your truth. And if you don't know how to do that, I'm glad that you have joined me today. Because I just want to leave you with a couple nuggets, a couple things that you need to focus on. And if you still have your journal, um, your tablet, your notes open on your phone, I want you to write down this. Accept who you are at this moment. The key to change is accepting who you are and by accepting what struggles you deal with. Without acceptance, you will constantly feel unworthy of progress. It is normal to struggle, to be disappointed in the choices you make. It's okay. Accept who you are. And I mean fully accept it without judgment or blame. And feel the floodgates of progress open up before you. You are a perfect person. Right here, right now. Remember that and believe in yourself. And when I say a perfect person, I don't mean that you are a person without flaw. I'm saying that you are enough to start over. You are enough to rebuild. You are enough to live the life that you truly want to live. You are enough. Accept yourself. The second thing I want you to write down is acknowledge who you are. Who are you? What do you stand for? And as you look at those questions, I just want you to, I, I want you to answer it. Even if you know you can't answer it right now, go back and answer it later. But acknowledge who you are. The third thing I want you to write down is define your truth. Define your truth. This may take a bit of work. Figuring out your truth. But in reality, you already know it. But for whatever reason, fear of judgment, previous definitions, 
or denial, you have buried your truth deep within yourself. Define your truth. Find your truth. And live your truth. The fourth thing I want you to write down is live loudly and proudly. Now that you know your truth, live it loud and live it proud. Let no one deny you your truth. Be honest with yourself. Don't hide behind, you know, judgment or anything else. Your personal truth is just that. It's your truth. Nothing can come against your truth. And I don't want you to take that, you know, last statement out of context because your truth and God's truth may not be the same truth. But that's why I use this podcast, you know, my platform, even on social media, to tell, you know, to people, you know, what did God say about you? But there's a lot of people who don't have that foundation. There's a lot of people who don't even open up their Bible and take time out to even get to know God, to even know the truth of who God is or the truth about themselves. But there's so many lies and so many things that you heard throughout your journey of life that people have placed on you, that you have even placed on yourself. And I want to encourage you today to cut ties with the lies. And on who you are in this moment, right now, who are you? What were you called to do? What did God place you in the earth for? Even if it don't make sense, connect to that. Talk to God. Tell him to give you a better understanding. Whatever you are in need of, take it to God. He created you. He is the creator. There's no way that you can know fully who you are without knowing who God is. And that's why in the Finding My Truth Mentorship Program, you know, our core focus is, you know, self-awareness, personal development, um, self-care. You know, um, it's faith-based because I do talk about God a lot. You know, I do encourage women to get a relationship with God for themselves because there's no way that you can know who you are Without knowing who he is. And once you get that understanding. You'll be, you'll be able to move freely on who God called you to be. Now, I want to share a couple things with you today. And it might be, you know, a little brutal. But that's okay. Because it's the truth. And unfortunately, the more time you spend pretending that the ultimate truths don't exist the more time you waste not being your authentic self and getting the most out of every second, every minute of your day. So if you still got your pen, which I hope that you do, I want you to write down these 20 brutal truths that every single person need to hear. Starting with, The first one, you are going to die and you have no idea when. Stop pretending that you're invisible. Acknowledge the fact of your own morality 
and then start structuring your life in a more meaningful way, meaningful way. Stop playing with your life. You're here for a reason. You're not an accident, even if someone told you that you was. The second thing I want you to write down is everyone you love is going to die and you don't know when. This truth is a hard truth. You know, when I was reading um, this article and I read that, it was like, wow, like that was blank and hard. But guess what? It's the truth. And knowing this truth give you permission to make amends with past difficulties and reestablish meaningful relationships with important figures in your life, with your children, with your family, you know, relationships around you. When you look at it in that way, it makes you grateful for the people that's around you, even if you're on bad terms right now, because one day they won't be here. And when they're gone, there's going to be things that you wish you would have did, wish you would have said. You have that moment right now. The third thing I want you to write down is your material wealth won't make you a better or happier person. Even if you have the most money in the world, that still don't mean that you're happy. Choose what you chase after. The fourth truth I want you to write down is your obsession with finding happiness is what prevents its attainment. Happiness is always present in your life. It's just a matter of connecting to it and allowing it to flow through you. That can be challenging. So often people look for their happiness in other people or in things. That's not real. Your happiness comes from you. The fifth truth I want you to write down is donating money does less than donating time. So often people, you know, they be like, I'm going to give this or, you know, I can't come to this, but I'll send some money. Oh, you going to feed the homeless. Okay. I'll donate a couple canned goods, but I can't come. You know, your time is more valuable than your money. Taking time out to help someone to see if they, you know, need anything, if you can do anything for them is way better than you sending a cash app. The sixth truth I want you to write down is you can't make everyone happy. And if you try, you're going to lose yourself. Period. You cannot make everyone happy. So stop trying and just do what you can do. The seventh truth I want you to write down is you can't be perfect and holding yourself to unrealistic standards because that will create suffering. You can't be perfect and holding yourself to unrealistic standards because that will create suffering. Fight back against that negative voice. Amplify your intuition and start challenging your unrealistic standards. Live in your truth. The eighth truth I want you to write down is your thoughts are less important than your feelings. 
and your feelings need acknowledgement. That's why we open up with the unpacking piece. Because when we don't acknowledge how we feel and continue, you know, to keep on with life as if, you know, nothing happened or, you know, it didn't make us feel a certain type of way. Eventually, it's going to play out in your life. The ninth truth I want you to write down is your actions speak louder than your words. So you need to hold yourself accountable. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you love someone, show them. If you say you want to be better, be better. If you say you want a positive relationship with your children, then do the work to have a positive relationship with your children. Be responsible and take actions that increase positivity and love. The 10th truth I want you to write down is your achievements and success won't matter on your deathbed. When your time has come to transition from this reality, you won't be thinking about that raise. You won't be thinking about the relationships you made. So start acting accordingly. And be intentional with your life. The 11th truth I want you to write down is. Your talent means nothing without consistent effort and practice. Some of the most talented people in the world never move out of their parents' basement. Some of the most talented people in the world, you know, usually live here with those gifts. If you're not willing to put in the work. And I always say, you got to do the work. Your talent don't mean nothing. Just because you do something well, don't mean that someone will choose you if you are inconsistent. If you don't know how to build positive relationships. If you don't know how to communicate. If you don't know how to own your truth about situations that take place in different relationships. Or just, you know, what you're putting out there. It don't mean nothing. You know, I see so many women and I have encountered so many women that be so focused on content and looking good and what they, um, you know, Facebook logo look like. And, you know, what they, they can make these nice little cute papers and they can do these things and then they show up and it's like, man, I thought you was super dope. You baking soda. You ain't even real. This stuff you putting out. Don't even add up to who you really are. The 12th truth I want you to focus on is now is the only time that matters. So stop wasting it. Like you have time. Time is not promised to no one. The only time that matters is right now. The third truth I want you to write down in, 13th truth, I'm sorry, is nobody cares how difficult your life is. You are the author of your life story. Stop looking for people to give you the okay to live your life. Stop looking for people to come and help you in every situation. You are your own shero. You dictate how your life play out. I don't care if you was raised in a bad situation. You have power and control over how you live your life. The 14th truth I want you to write down is your words are more important than your thoughts. So start inspiring people.
It's not enough to think something. Speak life into other people's situation, no matter what. The 15th truth I want to share with you is investing in yourself isn't selfish. It's the most worthwhile thing you can do. It's the most important thing that you can do is invest in yourself. Because when you become better, everyone around you will become better as well. The 16th truth I want you to write down is it's not what happens. It's how you react that makes all the difference. It's not what happened to you. It's what you do with the things that you experience. The lessons that you learned. What will you do with that? Will you sit in it and be pitiful? Or will you use it to grow and be powerful? The 17th truth I want you to write down is. You need to improve your relationship to have lasting happiness. Relationships have a greater impact on your well-being and happiness than your income or your occupation. So make sure you give your relationship the attention and work it deserves. Your relationship with yourself is the first relationship that you need to work on. The 18th truth I want you to write down is pleasure is temporary. So stop chasing fireworks and do the things that you need to do to have everlasting life. Pleasure is temporary. You know, um, I'm going to go here for a minute right quick, y'all. When I think about scripture and I think about, you know, being obedient to God and I think about the things that I that we are supposed to be doing. And he said, don't be conformed by this world. You know, so many people, they go out and they do things, they party because it feels good at this moment. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in this relationship because, you know, I want to. Even though God telling you, hey, you need to get out of that. I'm going to stay at this job because I can do, you know, what I want to do. And I've been here a while. Everybody know me. Even though God is telling you it's time to move. You stay in places because it feel good or, you know, it brings pleasure to your life at the moment. But remember that those things is temporary. And when it's time to move, y'all, it's time to move. 19. Your ambition means nothing without execution. It's time to put in the work. If you want to change the world, (laughs) start today. Start by changing you. Change starts within. Change starts with you. Do the work. And the last truth I want to share with you, number 20 is, time is your most valuable asset. You need to prioritize how you spend it. What's important to you? Who is important to you? And shape your life up in that way. Because again, what did we say? You know, um, you could say, I want this situation to be better or I want to, you know, have a positive relationship with my children or I want to be a better partner or I want to be a better daughter. I want to be a better daughter. But if you ain't putting in the work to get them things done, then that's not a priority to you. You have the power and responsibility to decide what you do 
with the time you have. So choose wisely. And before I end this, I want you to remember that the reason that I do the unpacking piece every time before we start the podcast is because I'm trying to help you journal. Journal isn't journaling is important because when you write down your thoughts and feelings, that's a good place to embark on your new journey. That's a good place for you to start with changing your life. That's a good place for you to be in tune with yourself. That's a good place for you to know, you know, how you really feel instead of the things that you just say or the things that people want to hear. That's your truth. And if you can't commit to you, you won't be able to commit to anyone else. I started this meditation piece with my clients for the soul coaching. And it has been a blessing in my life as well as theirs. There is nothing more common than taking time to yourself to connect with your inner being. Knowing truly who you are, what you feel, and the things that you want to manifest in your life. That takes commitment. It takes dedication and it takes work. It takes you tapping into yourself. And the problem is a lot of people don't want to do the work. They say they want to have a better life. They say they want to do things, but they don't want to do the work. And the second book that I just put out, Matters of the Heart, the reason I call it a God is because there's, it's not just reading the book. You're going to have to put some skin in the game. It's questions you got to answer. You got to check in your in. You got to check in with yourself to make sure that you are in right standing, that you is in the right place, that you are, you know, putting positive things out in the world. Because the truth of the matter is so much go on in the world, so much go on in our own personal lives that when we don't take time to address it, when we don't take time to check in with our heart, it create different things inside of us. You know, you become resentment, you become bitter, you start to have hate. We wasn't created, you know, in this children of God to walk around with those type of things inside of us. That's why it's important that you do the work. It's important that you connect with yourself and that you connect with God. So again, I just wanted to come on here today to encourage you and to tell you that it's okay to be you. Matter of fact, it's a beautiful thing. Once you fall in love with who you are, (laughs) there's certain people and certain things that just won't take place in your life because you know who you are. You ain't running around looking. And I think I find it real sad that people can jump on social media and run down everybody else's business, talk about everybody else's life. But when you ask them questions about themselves, they get quiet. I don't even understand how, and I ain't knocking, you know, but I just don't understand how people watch, you know, the shows like Love and Hip Hop. And uh, I know that's the old one and I don't know the new ones. I don't even get caught up in that stuff because I just don't find it entertaining watching somebody else's drama when I got my own. You know, I don't find it entertaining looking at somebody else's life when I got my own. And when I say my own, I'm not saying my own drama or I'm saying my own life. You know, I got my own situations going on. I'm not excited about watching somebody else's because if I'm paying attention to you, guess what? I'm not paying attention to me. So, y'all, be blessed. Have a wonderful weekend. 
I love you, and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. I'll catch y'all again next week on the Mending Brokenness podcast.